Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. This episode of People Will Steal Anything, Anytime, and Anywhere takes us to Tyler, Texas, where police were called to the Broadway Square Mall, specifically to the food court, to investigate a crime that happened while the mall was closed in the overnight hours Sunday. It seems as though someone climbed into the ceiling, then found the correct spot to make a hole and lower himself into the food prep area of a restaurant and help himself, eating all the Dippin' Dots ice cream he could handle. About two bags worth, as it turns out. Dudes then slipped back up through the hole he came down through and made a quick getaway, but not before being captured on surveillance video, eating Dippin' Dots for free. It's like a Mission Impossible thing, isn't it, Claire? <laughs> Does it not look that way to you? Oh, you're absolutely right. Bump, 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 bump. Oh, yeah. Dippin' Dots, 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 Dots. <laughs> I can just picture the guy, you know, coming down the rope. Probably yeah. got a what, a cigar in his mouth or something. Just oh, actually relaxed. had a sucker in his mouth. A sucker in his mouth. See, there you go. <laughs> See, relaxed. It's like another day at the office. You know, I'm just going to get yep. me some dots and go on. Cliff, I don't know if I have the words for this of what's, what's happened this morning. Well, no, what happened when I arrived at Country 98.1? Yeah, the entire front door. Yeah, is plastered with posters from different events around the community. It's like the area built. I don't know what the thing is here. I don't know how I feel. It's weird. So was it on the outside of the door or the inside of the door? Outside of the door. (laughs) So it's like somebody rolled up there in the middle of the night with some flyers and some tape and had their way with the front door. They did have their way with our front door here at Country 98.1. And I didn't know what to do with the things. I don't know how I feel, Cliff. I feel like something's happened to me, and I'm not quite sure what it is. It's kind of a weird <laughs> sensation this morning. Well, I mean, I, I can see, you know, a couple of different options. It's almost like you got toilet papered. It, it is true, yes. <laughs> exactly right. Good good one. Um, and perhaps, maybe, I don't know, it's hard to, you know, you kind of feel, I've never experienced this feeling, but I could suspect that it would be like what you would feel like after a panty rape. Okay, all right. That I said I didn't have words. Those were not the words I didn't have. I've not been panty rated here at Country 981. Well, have you checked? Well, okay, I may have been. I, that, good shape I may have been, Cliff. No wonder I feel so weird sitting here. We now this news from the world of academia. Veterinary science and medicine has been famously taught at Purdue University for decades. But of course, those schools from coast to coast teach not only the basics, but allow students to specialize in things like small animal surgery, aquatic medicine, and toxicology. Even in the Ivy League, Cornell University teaches veterinary medicine. And they've taught veterinary medicine at Louisiana State University in Baton Rouge since 1973. And that school is now ranked first in the country for research on infectious animal diseases. And there's a new director of the program. And it looks like it's going to be a good catch. School officials announced yesterday the man named chair of the board of veterinary medicine 
has more than two decades of experience leading research university programs in both the U.S. and U.K., with school officials saying he's ready to help LSU advance their position as a, quote, preeminent veterinary school for world-class academics, research, and public service, unquote. And his name is Dr. Oliver Garden. He allegedly told reporters he plans to give free salad and breadsticks with every degree. <laughs> <laughs> school officials say they're considering naming Dr. Fred Lobster as the associate dean, and Oliver Garden can also get assistance in settling in from Benihana, Linguini, and Fred Robin. <laughs> Proud of yourself, aren't you, Cliff? Huh? <laughs> I got a call yesterday from Scott Mason. Okay. And I don't want to forget to bring that up later on this morning. Oh, okay. I got a call from Scott Mason. Now, so so I'm just supposed to remind you at some point to discuss your call from Scott Mason? Yes. Of all people, Scott Mason yeah. is calling me at home yesterday. and so He called I, you at home? He called me at home yesterday. Oh, yes. Goodness. Yes. <laughs> no. It was a conversation I thought was going to go <laughs> one way, yeah, and it went real quickly in another direction I <laughs> wasn't even expecting at all. Oh. All right, Cliff, let's try it. Let's go to the phone line. Here we are. Okay. Hi, who's this? Brandon. Brandon, what's your last name and where are you from? Brady from Flat Rock, Illinois. All righty. All right, Brandon Brady from Flat Rock, Illinois. I want you to take your time on this, if you don't mind, and really think about it, okay? Okay. You get this right, Brandon, <laughs> and you're going to win this prize package, all right? Mm-hmm. All right. All right, Brandon, here's the uh, game for you. Which did people choose more? being licked awake every morning by puppies or being licked awake every morning by their Amazon delivery guy? Which one, Brandon, <laughs> won out? I say I say by the puppy. Now, hold it now. You've got one shot at this. You want to make sure that that's going with the puppies and not the delivery guy from Amazon? Uh, I'd say that's the puppy. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, congratulations, Brandon. You finally won this prize package from us. You dropped by oh. our Country 98.1 studio, okay? All right. Thank you. Now, which one do you hope you have in here, Brandon, besides licking puppies? Yeah. Which do you... I'm, ho- I'm, I'm hoping there's a Holiday World or, or a Beach Bin, something like that, take the grandkids to. All right. Well, I hope okay. all four cool. things are in there for you, Brandon. Yeah. How's that? All right, thank you. Cliff, do you think this is going to be a uh, thing from now on on our front door at Country 98.1? That <laughs> With the, the the posters stuck all over it? All over the outside. Uh, I, I have no idea. People throughout the tri-state will drive by sometimes late at night when no one's around and stick their yeah. poster on our front door, so I get a surprise every morning <laughs> when I come in. All right, Cliff, here it is. Okay. I hope I got time to get this in. Okay. Scott Mason. Yesterday yeah. afternoon, I'm sitting in my lazy boy trying to take a nap, and my phone rings. Yeah. And it's Scott Mason on the line. He's call- Scott Mason is calling you at home. He's calling yeah. me at home, and I thought this yeah. was going to go in one direction, and he really went another way. I thought, Cliff, that the call was yeah. going to be about the groundswell of enthusiasm all over the tri-state. That it had reached such a fever pitch that Scott could no longer deny it, 
and allow me to go on stage and sing one song with him sometime when he's performing. <laughs> I know okay. that this has been bubbling up for some time, several weeks, Cliff. It's kind of yeah. been on the down low, but now it's exposed. And I've already got the song picked out that I was going to sing with Scott okay. whenever we were on there. As a matter of fact, Cliff, yeah. let me read you the lyrics. And you see if you can tell me what song that I'm going to sing with Scott. Okay. Yeah, the other day, I got invited to a party. But I stayed home instead. Just me and my pal Johnny Walker and his brothers Black and Red. Do you know that song, Cliff? <laughs> Do you know that song? Isn't that a George Thorogood song? It is a George Thorogood song. Do you know the name of it? Um... Just, oh, it's I Drink Alone. That's exactly it. Yeah. I thought yeah. that would be a perfect song yeah. for us to sing together. Yeah. But no, no. <laughs> that wasn't even discussed the entire time we were on oh, the phone so for 20 the, minutes. The, the reason he called had nothing to do with you singing a George Thorogood song. No, with Scott. During, during one of his performances that he actually gets paid to do to entertain people. I'm offering my service free. Okay. And he wouldn't even go there. I was saying... But but go ahead with the rest of your story. Now. Well, we've run out of time out. now. It's time for Leanne Rhymes to be singing. <laughs> no. Maybe later, Cliff. Remind me again Maybe. about Scott. I'll remind you again later All to right. tell the rest of the story. We the weather folks say there are about 20 million lightning strikes in the U.S. each year, and about 51 people die annually from being struck by lightning. But statistics show that's only about 10% of those who are involved in a lightning incident. Which means if you're struck, you do have a 90% chance of surviving. That doesn't, though, mean it's going to be fun. Like, say, for the guy behind the wheel of this Nissan heading up Interstate 75 in Broward County, Florida, not far from Fort Lauderdale. He was northbound in a storm a couple of days ago when lightning struck the radio antenna on the car roof. As you might expect, the jolt toasted much of the car's electrical system, and it also did one other thing. When the current jumped through the tires, exiting the vehicle to the roadway, it melted six feet of asphalt, leaving a tarry mark on the pavement. No word on what type of skid mark was left in the driver's seat, although the driver was unharmed in the incident. You know, I never even think of that, Cliff, in a thunderstorm of getting hit yeah. by lightning in my car, but I guess it is a great possibility, isn't it? It is certainly is possible, yeah. I mean, you're just like moving metal. That's all you are. Yeah, it's a giant moving piece of metal, and, you know. <laughs> well, Cliff, here's the Scott mm -hmm. Mason story. I uh, started, okay. and then I had to stop because of I was time Because you got, kind of got sidetracked on your own thoughts, but he actually called you at, at the house. Yes, and it wasn't about no. singing with him at all. It was no. a very nice conversation because Scott had been between Wadesville and Mount Vernon mm -hmm. picking cherries. Now, I know that sounds kind of odd yeah. <laughs> that he would call to tell me that's what he was doing. Yeah. But he goes to this orchard there, Cliff, every single year. Yeah. And while he was there, the owners told him, because they know yeah. him, yeah. how much they enjoyed listening to this program, The Morning Road Show with Weed and Cliff. Oh, okay, cool. That was very cool. It was cool was, of Scott yeah. to uh, oh, yeah. pass that along. It was cool that the owners uh, mentioned that to Scott, and I'm glad that Scott let us know. And that, Cliff, I think our popularity there is because 
Well, it's a captive audience. It's not like the trees can get up and leave. You know what I'm saying? They're like stuck well, yeah, right I mean, there. I mean, they can leave. <laughs> yes, I guess that, they can that leave. That usually happens in the fall. That happens in the fall. And right now we've caught them, you know, at their best. And yeah. so, Cliff, yeah. I'm thinking yeah. that if anyone has ever been to Fairview Orchard okay, between Wadesville and Mount Vernon, yeah, that's probably why they... Uh, their fruit is so sweet, Cliff. They pump us out to the fruit. Because <laughs> they're playing weed and Cliff through the, I, to the tree. That's what I'm thinking. And it was so nice yeah. of them to say that to Scott. Yeah. I think, Cliff, perhaps maybe yeah. we should send them mm-hmm. one of the hard-to-find Morning Roadshow coasters, possibly even oh, two okay. of them. If okay. We only had the address for Fairview Orchard. Now, I understand, Cliff. I could take and look it up and search for it. But, well, as you know, that takes a bit of effort. So maybe, I'm not going to do that. So so maybe, Cliff, somebody listening that's been there can say, I know the address and send it to us on that easy-to-remember text line, Cliff. What do you think? Sure. What is the text line? Well, it's easy to remember, Cliff. Everybody knows it pretty It's easy well for now. me to remember. It, it is easy for you to remember. It's 812-682-0520. Now, if you know it, let us know it. <laughs> yes, please. Don't be putting in fake stuff and we're sending coasters oh, out no. to people and going, yeah. what's this for? And they throw it away. Right. Before we get to the uh, phrase that pays this morning, Cliff, it's it's pretty sad that, um, yeah. well, one of our texting friends here who listens quite regularly is building a uh, bar at his <laughs> Why home. Why is that sad? Well, he's building this bar with a Caribbean <laughs> flavor to it. And uh, okay. he was wanting to know if we had anything to donate to it. And I told him, well, he mentioned coasters this morning, that we yeah. have coasters that he could put, you know, laminated inside the bar to make it like a Caribbean thing. And uh, I asked him then, do you want a new one or do you want a used one that we've given away and people have actually brought back to us and said, I, I don't really, don't want, really want this. <laughs> so we have a collection of those, too, that I've saved, Cliff. And um, yeah. mm-hmm. Kerry says he wants the used one, Cliff. So we're going to give him a used coaster for his bar. And my thank you, Cliff, for saving yep. me on the phrase that pays. Yeah. I had mentioned something with Carrie Underwood that we possibly have said, and through your research, you pulled me out of this one. You actually found a phrase that we said recently about Carrie Underwood we're going to use. Because all of those unusual phrases, I keep a record of. And so I know on September 17th, we said Carrie Underwood in a phrase. All right, Cliff, give us that phrase that pays for Friday. All right. Here's what you'll have to say to win tickets to the Grand Ole Opry on Friday. I'd pay for a Carrie Underwood wrestling match. Yes, I would. No, I, I should have said that out loud. Should, no, 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 don't put no. that on the end of it. No, don't. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up, Cliff. This is absolutely true. True. And before I get going, I just yeah. want to say, I personally know no one that does this. Okay. And I know when you hear it, you're yeah. thinking they would have to actually tell you that they do this, and no one is going to tell you that they do this. 
If that's okay. what you're thinking, then you've never been around a group of guys with idle time on their hands because we will talk about anything, including this. Okay. Scientists, Cliff, mm-hmm. are endorsing the idea of when you're in the shower for you to do this to save water and help the planet turn <laughs> green. Oh. I think you know where I'm heading there without even you- going there. You mean... <laughs> you know what I'm saying. You mean they want you to pee in the shower? Yes. Well, okay, yes. I wasn't going to say it like that, but yes, that's what I they're mean, but saying. That's, that's what, I mean, why not just say what we're talking about? Well, that's... Scientists are saying we could save the planet by peeing in the shower. That's exactly right. We'll save right. water if we do that and make the world a greener place. Right. I don't know anybody that does that. And I've had a lot of group talkings with guys... <laughs> so that would have come up at some point or other, Cliff. Somebody would have said, "I mean, by the way, <laughs> before we all got together today, <laughs> I took a shower and I peed while I was standing there washing my hair. So I'm assuming, Cliff, since I've never yeah. done this before myself, yeah. does never. this mean you're the one that's taking the shower and you have to do it? Or if you're a campsite and it's like a public shower... And somebody someone else, pulls, is, someone pulls a curtain. Yes, is that does is that a football? Someone pees. Someone pees in your shower. Yes, is that is that? No, I'm I'm assuming it's a self thing. That's not like to be shared at a public. No, shower. I wouldn't say no. You're not going to share that. Well, you'd be, you know, hey, you'd, what? Well, you'd help the planet turn green if you would do that at a public shower. Is that what the scientists say? <laughs> is that not true? I'm doing it for science, Cliff. That's what I can tell them. Think that would work? No. Okay. <laughs> and it's time now for Take It to the Bank, featuring okay. today the brain of Cliff Ingram. <laughs> okay. Here's the two classic movies, Cliff. I want you to All tell right. me which one came first. Okay. Gone with the Wind and The Wizard of Oz. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, dang. Don't be Googling. Gone with the Wind or Wizard of Oz, Cliff. So, I believe they're they're definitely from the same era. That narrow slice of time just prior to the beginning of World War II. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Gone with the Wind. The Wizard of Oz came came first. It came first. The Wizard of Oz premiered, and I. the reason I brought all of this up, Cliff, yeah. is I thought that this would be yeah. way, way many years apart from each other. The Wizard of Oz came out August the 15th of 1939. Yes. Gone with the Wind came out exactly four months later on December the 15th, 1939. <laughs> Did you have any idea they were that close together whenever they debuted? None at all. I didn't either. I thought the Gone with the Wind would have been like years and years even before The Wizard of Oz. That's just what I thought in my mind. But there are four months difference in them. And all of that you can take straight to the bank. Cliff, anything said today? Morning Roadshow Phrases of the Day, starboard number three. Licked awake. By the Amazon delivery guy. (laughs) (laughs) That is a morning you'll remember. Totally, yes. Number two, a tarry mark on the pavement. (laughs) 
as opposed to a skid mark in the driver's seat. And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, those were not the words I didn't have. (laughs) (laughs) Cliff, I'll have to say it back to number three there. Yeah. If that's ever happened to you and you would forget about it. Yeah. Being licked by the Amazon delivery man to wake you up. (laughs) Yeah. You've lived a very adventurous life. I would have to say uh, that. If that's low on the scale, I hate to hear what's top on the oh, scale. Uh, no, I want to hear what's top on your scale. Oh, oh, okay. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.